Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network. And as always, a part of the Fans First Sports Network. Everyone, together, say it with me. It is a victory Monday. That's right. It feels good. The Steelers are 6-3. and three. Was it perfect? Hell no, it wasn't perfect. This team does nothing perfectly but the Steelers find a way to win, beating the Green Bay Packers 23-19 at Acroshore Stadium. A really, really odd game in a lot of ways. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give you my opinion in the first half. Maybe an opinion that you haven't really heard too much of. And then in the second half, we've got some winners and losers. We've got nine winners and I think four losers. I think that's right. I was going back and forth so much in my notes that it was tough to tell. But I think nine and four, nine winners and four losers is what I ended up with. We'll get there in the second half. But what we always do after the game, in most of my podcasts, I start off with any Steelers news that's happening. And so we have to talk about some injuries. The Steelers, at the position that they cannot afford another injury, well, it happened. And that's Quan Alexander, the inside linebacker position. You're talking about Quan Alexander rupturing his Achilles tendon, likely done for the year. Mike Tomlin called it a serious injury after the game, and whenever he says that word, serious, you know that it is, it's is—it's a long-term injury. You would hope that maybe it wasn't a season-ending injury, but in this case, it is. Quan Alexander's out. This is a week after Cole Holcomb. He was out for the season with a knee injury, and the Steelers are down to Mark Robinson and 
Land and Roberts as their only two inside linebackers. Here's the here's what sucks. You know, the free agency, there's not a lot on the open market. They can't make any trades. The NFL trade deadline is gone. And so now the Steelers have to look at what who's who are on practice squads out there on their own practice squad do they have someone that they like that they think can fill in is there someone like think about what they did with Darius Rush when they got him off the Kansas City Chiefs practice squad now if you do sign a player off of the practice squad they have to then go immediately onto your 53 man roster they cannot go from one practice squad to the other so you have to keep that in mind i'm not sure what they're going to do with two divisional games coming up with the Browns and the Bengals on the road, it's a really, really tough time to deal with this injury. Alandon Roberts has been great. Mark Robinson, in his time in the game Sunday, looked okay. They're both limited in their ability to cover. That's where Cole Holcomb and that's where especially Quan Alexander thrived, and that's where the Steelers might struggle. I don't know what the the fix is for this. They're going to have to be creative, but that hurts. Uh, Other injuries of note, Keanu Neal left with a rib injury. Not sure how serious that is. Mike Tomlin said that Deontay Johnson had a thumb injury. He was able to return to the game. Not sure if that had anything to do with the big-time drop in the second half of the game. And also Christian Kuntz. Christian Kuntz was a player that he did not get mentioned by Mike Tomlin after the game, but it was talked about a lot in the broadcast. The broadcast kept on bringing up Christian Koontz with that ankle, and it showed him get rolled up on. He was getting taped up on the sideline. He's a long snapper, in case you don't know who Christian Koontz is. And honestly, he wasn't even mentioned, so hopefully he's okay. That That's a position that you never look at it until there's something wrong. You hope there's nothing wrong, but those are the injury updates. Now, the other news for the Steelers, which – Really important news, actually. AFC North. It is a shakeup. The Houston Texans, who had already beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, go into Cincinnati, and they find a way to beat the Cincinnati Bengals in Paycor Stadium. That ends the, I believe it was the four-game winning streak for the Cincinnati Bengals. And all of a sudden, the Bengals are at the bottom of the barrel at 5-4 and four in the AFC North. But the shocks keep coming. The Cleveland Browns went into M&T Bank Stadium at a time where it looked like the Ravens were going to blow the doors off of the Browns. They find a way to come back. Last second field goal. They win. The Browns bring the Ravens back to the pack. The Ravens now have a half-game lead over the Steelers with a 7-3 and record. They haven't had their bye yet. And then the 6-3 and Steelers and the 6-3 and Browns are going to square off in Week 11. That's going to be a really, really good game, and it's going to have some huge significance, a ton of significance in the AFC North standings. But the AFC North, it just got a lot closer. It just got a lot closer, and, and kudos to the Texans. That win over the Bengals is going to have some ramifications down the, down the stretch. Guarantee it. Guarantee it, but we're not going to talk all about that. We'll bring that up as the week goes on. What we want to talk about today in the first half is the win of its in and of itself. We're talking about the Steelers 23, Packers 19. Now, after the game, I do the post-game show with Brian Davis and Dave Schofield. If you didn't check it out, go back and listen. It's honestly worth the listen, even if you don't watch it live on YouTube, Facebook, or on a Twitter feed. It's It's worth listening to. We try to keep a level head about this, but the one thing that was, I, I knew this going into it. I did, and I, I put this on my Twitter feed. It was just like, got to take a deep breath. I got to go deal with Steeler fans that are really angry. Angry after a win. 
Like angry after a win. Think about that. This is the, this was the typical trap game. Our own Jeremy Betts on Saturday morning on his 30th birthday. Happy birthday, by the way, Jeremy. I told you that on Friday. I'll say it again now. But, man, he's talking about is this going to be a trap game for the Steelers? These are the games everyone says Mike Tomlin always loses these games. Well, they find a way to win this one, and yet Steeler fans are pissed off. They're frustrated. And I get it. I've come to the conclusion that some of these fan narratives that always hang around – one of the reasons why these fans kind of feel the way they do, even after a win, is that, yes, the Steelers won, but they want to be able to go out, whether it's with their friends, whether it's a, online, like uh, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, wherever the platform is, or whether it's they want to call up their family, if they're all Steeler fans, and they want to be able to say, yeah, the Steelers won, and boy, did they do it in impressive fashion. Like That's what they really want. And instead, what they're having to say is, yeah, the Steelers won, man, that quarterback does not look good, or the the, the defense is, looks like a sieve at times, or Swiss cheese, whatever you want to call it. That's the issue here. And then the one ongoing theme from the fan base, and I, I've, I've said this myself, and I'm a fan as well. I've said this myself, is that, is this sustainable? This can't be sustainable, right? Well, I, I thought about this long and hard. You know, after the post-game show wrapped up, it was around 6 o'clock, went, went and ate some dinner, spent some time with the family, and then it's like, okay, I need, to, I need to get my thoughts together. And so I started to think about the way the Steelers are playing, not just the way they're winning games, but the way that they're playing. And you know what I came to the conclusion of? I came to the conclusion that this is what they want. This is actually what they want. And when I say what they want, I'm referring to the Steelers' coaches. We might as well just call this Duck Hodges style football. Remember when Duck Hodges started a game in 2019? It was in LA against the Chargers. Back when the Chargers weren't very good. It was Sunday night football, I believe. After that game, Mike Tomlin, the Steelers win on the road. Mike Tomlin takes to the podium and they say, Coach, what do you think about Duck Hodges? Devlin Hodges, like it's this incredible story. What was the answer he said? What anyone remember? Anyone in the back? He said, he didn't kill us. That's how he answered the question. He didn't kill us. And you could almost see the way that he answered the question, what the memo was to Devlin Duck Hodges in that game. I don't care what you do, but don't turn it over. Take a sack, throw it out of bounds. I don't care, but don't turn it over. Let our defense do what our defense does. And if you don't turn it over, we'll have a hell of a chance to win. That was the memo. And so the whole, the whole time I'm thinking about this current Steelers team, I'm thinking to myself, well, damn, that sounds a lot like probably what they're telling Kenny Pickett. This is not in any way, shape, or form letting Kenny Pickett off the hook. We'll get to Kenny Pickett, okay? But still, this is the definition of winning ugly. And the more I think about it, the more I think this is what Mike Tomlin wants. He wants this style of game. Now, does he want to have... Does he want to have it go down to the last play every single week? No, I don't think he does. But here's what they have built. They've built a defense that is a bend-don't-break style defense. The injuries haven't helped. But bend-don't-break defense, good in the red zone, keeping teams from scoring touchdowns, kicking field goals instead, and are unbelievably opportunistic. Two more takeaways. Now they are plus 10 in turnover differential. And they've taken it away 18 times. 
18 times. This is what Mike Tomlin has built. They have built this. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they want a time-consuming offense that doesn't turn the ball over. And what does everyone always say? This isn't sustainable. I've said it. I'm not pointing the finger at anyone. I'm pointing the finger at myself. I said, yeah, this is great, and they're winning right now like this, but they can't do this forever. What, what if they can? Is that an actual accurate is – that, is that statement, that bold statement of, wow, like this team, look at them. They, they keep on winning this way. It's not sustainable. We say this as if we know it as a known fact. Maybe we don't know it. Maybe it is sustainable. Is this an accurate statement? Let's take a look. Look at the wins. Okay, the Steelers wins. Well, they just beat Green Bay. They beat Tennessee the week prior. They beat the LA Rams. They beat the Las Vegas Raiders. And then there's the wins against like the Ravens and the Browns. Think back to those two games in particular. See a common thread? Offense, not good. Defense, saving the day. Folks, you have a plus 10 differential. That's not a fluke. When people say, well, they can't rely on their defense all the time. They've done it through nine games. That's a pretty big sample size in terms of seeing this offense, I'm sorry, this defense do it on a consistent basis. Think about the losses the Steelers have had. San Francisco, Houston, and Jacksonville. Jacksonville's kind of the outlier. It was close at times. The Steelers obviously lose Kenny Pickett. He's not great, but he's their best option. Mitch Trubisky turns it over uh, against San Francisco. They get their doors blown off early. In Houston, they never really competed. I think they got slapped in the face. So for me, I find myself now in this conundrum. I find myself in this, holy crap, could they actually, could they actually do this in the long term and be successful? Does this design speak of a lack of trust? That's a huge question. Does Mike Tomlin say to Matt Canada, look, the defense is going to take it away. The defense is going to keep a team at or around 20 points. Get me past 20, don't turn it over, and we will win football games. Has, has that been the order from the head coach down to the coordinator? It could be. But do this, does it also speak to a lack of trust of Kenny Pickett? Hey, Devlin Duck Hodges football, baby. Don't kill us. I don't care what you do. Don't kill us. It very well could be. But could it also work? You know, I don't know if you can win it all like this. Meaning, I don't even know if you could win the division like this. I don't know if you could win a playoff game or a Super Bowl like this. They're going to need more from their offense. That's what it's coming down to. They're going to need more from their offense. The running game is starting to round into form, but you have to be able to pass off of it. That's going to be critical. The red zone success. They finished two for three in the red zone efficiency, but they only got there three times. They're obviously going to need better quarterback play. We'll talk about that in the second half. But I'm going to go back to something before we take a quick break. I'm going to go back to something that Kevin Smith, Coach KT Smith, I do a show with him on our NFL feed called the NFL Whip Around. I recommend you listen to it. I love the show. I think it's great. Every Tuesday morning, just search FFSN NFL, and you'll find that feed. Follow it. You'll hear a lot of Steel Curtain Network voices, including myself, on there. But the one thing that Coach KT Smith said, he goes, I can see the NFL, because everyone now is so worried about sub packages. 
they're they're worried about getting the you know, defending against the pass. And so he he saw and had the forethought to think maybe this is going to mean the running game is going to return. Everyone's going to be focused now on running the football. Well, the Steelers maybe seem to be building something that looks like that. So they're running the football. However, however, when you saw Green Bay on Sunday load the box, that's when you have to beat them through the air. And that's where the Steelers haven't, they haven't fixed that. They haven't figured that out yet. That's the missing piece of the puzzle right there. You can run it effectively, but when the opposition, and you can guarantee that Cleveland is going to load the box like crazy until they, until you prove, you being Kenny Pickett, until you prove that you can throw down the field accurately and force them to back off. That's the missing piece of the puzzle. Everything else, is it sustainable? It actually is. I actually think it is. The way the defense plays, even though it's Ben don't break, they rarely ever break. The opportunistic defense, they seem to always take the ball away. The time-consuming offense that doesn't turn it over. All they need is the passing game to catch up, and I actually think that they could ride this wave and this style a little bit longer. We'll see. It's going to come down to the passing game. We'll see if they have it in them. Hey, quick reminder. A couple things, actually, before we take a quick break. Be on the lookout, Steel Curtain Network. I'll retweet it on my feed as well on Twitter, at Steel C Network, for that Victory Monday shirt giveaway. We're going to give away some swag like we always do every time the Steelers win. So you got to follow the directions. Be smart. Read the directions. And once you do that, you'll be entered into the Fans First Sports Network, Steel Curtain Network, Victory Monday t-shirt giveaway. Also, be on the lookout for the mailbag tweet on Tuesday from me to get your question answered live on the show on Wednesday. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back after this break, we are going to be talking all things winners and losers. We'll be right back. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Fans, that's right. It's time for winners and losers. Nine winners, four losers as the Steelers beat the Packers 23 to 19. Let's get started. Winner list time in no particular order, but this one probably should be the top of the list. Jalen Warren, stat line 15 carries for 101 yards, 6.7 yard average, one touchdown, a 20 yard long. He also added two catches on four targets for nine yards, a four and a half yard average. Jalen Warren. You'll see when we get to the next winner. They, meaning the Steelers, need both of these guys. They need both of these guys. While the fan base constantly says, hey, Jalen Warren should be the starter. Najee doesn't need to be this, that. They need both of these running backs. Having both, and they're so drastically different. Uh, I I know on the postgame show, I asked Brian Davis and Dave Schofield, what are we going to call these guys? Because everyone's heard like the thunder and lightning and stuff. Someone said the Roadrunner and the Anvil. I don't believe that. I'm not too crazy about that. No, hey, my apologies if you were the one that suggested it. And Brian Davis said, what about bang and burn? And, of course, I made a joke about the beehive and how that could be something like a post-beehive visit. Anyways, if you check it out, maybe I'll do a shirt for that. Maybe I'll do a shirt for that. But still, Jalen Warren... Fantastic game. That guy is just explosive. He doesn't go down easy. He's fun to watch. Jalen Warren is our first winner. Najee Harris is the next winner. Obviously, you should know where we're going with this. His stat line reads 16 carries for 82 yards, a 5.1-yard average. He did score one touchdown and a 24-yard long. He had three catches for 14 yards, a 4.7-yard average on four targets with a long of eight. Najee Harris. I just wish that Najee Harris... I don't know what it is. He's in the open field. Here comes a defensive back to try and tackle him. And his now, it seems like his all it's all the time, is his natural reaction is to try and hurdle them. And it's I get it. Little guys going for your knees, you want to get over them. But there's also a time to lower the shoulder. Lower the boom. You're a big dude. You're a strong dude. Lower the shoulder and run through him. Love to see that more often, but still, Najee Harris, he has a great game. Both of these guys are really close to both being over 100 yards. Haven't seen that in a long time. Kudos to Najee. Next, TJ Watt. Eight tackles, seven solo. One tackle for loss, one sack, the only sack of the game by the Steelers, and two quarterback hits. TJ Watt impacts the game in so many different ways. You talk about the tackle for loss. What what people don't talk about, okay? Everyone loves, like, you know, the, the Miles Garrett comparisons and stuff. Shoot, just watch TJ Watt hustle. Like, just watch him hustle. This He led the Steelers in tackles in this game. For an outside linebacker, I mean, he, he crashes down the line. 
he doesn't look like a guy who's been paid handsomely. He looks like a guy who's just trying to make the team. You know, like a Nick Herbig. You know, that's that's kind of the way he plays. I love watching him. TJ Watt could be on this list every week, and I'm going to put him on the damn list every week as long as he plays up to it. I'll tell you what, the next winner I was proud to put on this list because I love watching this guy play too. I wish he would play him a little more. It's Keanu Benton. Keanu Benton, I can't remember if it was Dave or Brian in the postgame show, said that he was very similar to Javon Hargrave type. I agree 100%. Finishes with six tackles, three solo, a pass defense, and two quarterback hits. That's right. Keanu Benton doesn't just stuff the run. He also gets after the quarterback. I love what this kid's doing. He's just getting started. That should have Steeler fans very very excited. Next winner, Patrick Peterson. He's been on the losers list at times this year. Not this week. His blocked extra point turned out to be a really critical play. Instead of the Packers needing a field goal to tie, they needed a touchdown at the end of the game. That matters. He also had two tackles, two solo, one pass defense. That pass defense just happened to be a tip ball right into the waiting arms of Keanu Neal. Was a huge, huge takeaway for the Steelers defense. Good on Patrick Peterson. Everyone that talks about this guy, coaches, players, they all say, what a guy. Like, so great. Love to work with him. Always willing to help out. It's good to see him have a game. It's good to see him go out there and have a game. Hopefully, they can continue to see that. Next, let's go with the two safeties. The two safeties that are tasked with doing something really tough. That is filling in for Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick, the hope is he's back next week. Don't know. He didn't practice at all this week again. Hamstring injuries can be tough. Keanu Neal and DeMonte KZ, they both equate in two interceptions. That's that's all they needed. They needed both of them. They came up in big times, made big time plays. Good for the Steelers. Good for the safety duo. They've done a lot of work together over the years. They were together in Atlanta. They were together in Dallas. And now they're together again in Pittsburgh. Awesome to see those two guys notching interceptions onto their stat sheet. Well, we have three more winners here. Run blocking is the next winner. Why the Steelers have 205 yards rushing on 36 carries, 5.7 yard average, two touchdowns and a 24 yard long. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be very blunt. Sometimes on the offensive line, you need, you need some guys that are dogs. And I'm talking about a guy, I'm not talking about Georgia Bulldogs, even though that'll fit here. You need guys that are going to go, go out on the field and they are going to make their presence felt both in the way they play, both in their demeanor, and with how they talk. That seems more and more you learn about him like Broderick Jones. I'll go back to what he did coming off the field against Tennessee. They had just had that opening drive touchdown to Najee Harris. He comes off the field, and he's barking at Mike Tomlin all day, all day, all day. And Tomlin's like, yeah, man, yeah, young fella, let me hear it. That's the type of attitude that you want to see in your run blockers. And it just so happens that when he's in the lineup, it changes the whole dynamic. You know, say what you want about Chooks for, But Chooks for regardless of why he was benched, who cares? Broderick Jones brings this nasty factor to the offensive line. They run better. That's what they need right now. So good for him. Good for that whole run blocking unit. James Daniels playing better. Mason Cole. Isaac Sayamalu. Dan Moore, still a little iffy, but still, this is the best of what they have right now. Kudos to that group. They get the job done. Next is the red zone defense. Ben, don't break, right? Is there more? Is there a statistic that's more 
fitting than holding Green Bay to one for five in their red zone trips. One for five. That's fantastic. You can say what you want about yards. I'm going to say what Dave Schofield says. When the final numbers on the scoreboard read zeros, they don't look at who wins by who had the most yardage. They look at the score. And they're keeping guys, they're keeping teams, opposition off the scoreboard. One for five. The last winner, Chris Boswell. Christopher Lynn Boswell, if you want to throw in the middle name. Chris Boswell finishes, makes all his kicks, two extra points, three field goals. And it's just like Mike Tomlin said after the game when asked about Boswell. He said, it's automatic. It's automatic. He's, he's back. He looks great. He looks healthy. Just knocked on wood. Yeah, Chris Boswell deserves to be a winner. Okay, let's go to the four losers now. This first one's tough. And it's tough based on the fact that I think a lot of people in that have any type of media presence, that includes someone like myself, Brian Davis, Dave Schofield, we are fans, but we do have some media presence. So therefore, when people are looking at us for an answer, we have to be careful with how we say things. You know, sometimes you just want to make sure that you're doing it the right way. But when I put Kenny Pickett on the losers list, I did it because I felt like his performance was subpar in this game. I mean, let's let's go over the stat line. 14 of 23, 126 yards, five and a half yard average. He didn't throw a touchdown, didn't throw a pick, was sacked once for seven yards with a 75.6 rating. So I'll be honest, after after we got off the postgame show, Dave Schofield said, man, the live chat was nuts. Like Everyone was acting like they lost. He said, even you, Jeff. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about? He said, well, you know, talking about Kenny Pickett and all, because I graded him out as a D. Gave him a D grade. And he said, yeah. I said, look, I wasn't grading out the offense. They ran the ball great. I was super excited with the Steelers running attack and as many yards as they got on the ground. But Kenny Pickett sucked. And he's like, well, yeah. And I was like, so don't, no, 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 no. I said, yeah, I, I was bashing Kenny Pickett because Kenny Pickett played like garbage. It just doesn't look comfortable. Nothing looks right. Nothing goes smooth. Everything that this team gets through the air is literally just scratching and clawing and trying to find a way. It's painful. It is painful to watch. And so Kenny Pickett's on the losers list, not because they won the game. Kenny Pickett didn't make the plays necessary. I get it. We'll talk about the passing attack in terms of what his receivers can do to help. But ultimately, Kenny Pickett, and I've said this for most of the season, at some point, you got to have a game. you got to go out there and do the thing. I mean, 14 of 23 for 126 yards? You can talk about the Calvin Austin pass interference that negated a 13-yard gain. Okay. You can talk about a 30-yard pass downfield to Deontay Johnson. Okay. Is that even getting him over 200 yards? This is why I don't get it. I'm not a stat guy. I'm not. Yes, Dave Schofield, my, my brain hurts with numbers. But I am a, a guy that looks at the eye test. I trust my eyes. What do I see? I see a quarterback that doesn't trust himself. He doesn't trust the offense. He doesn't trust his arm. It's a bad spot. And unfortunately, he's the best they have. He's, he gives them the best opportunity, option to win. And they have to play him. There's no way they're going to spend a first-round pick on the guy. You're not turning your back on him. Not now, not even this offseason. But Kenny Pickett's on the losers list. It just wasn't good enough. It hasn't been good enough. The fourth quarter, Kenny is great. 
But my gosh, at some point you can't you can't have a quarterback that plays a quarter of the game as as an elite player and the rest as a backup level player. It just can't work that way. It can't work that way. Go back to the first half. What did I say? What's missing? What's the missing piece of the puzzle? A quarterback and a receiving core and pass catchers that can make you pay if you stack the box. People say, well, I don't know how against like the, the Chiefs. Like, How does their offense work so well? Because they can throw the ball and they can run the ball. They can't stack the box against Patrick Mahomes. He, he and Travis Kelsey would burn you. You don't stack the box against the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, they'll burn you with Tua throwing the ball. And that's how they run the ball with Mostert so well. Now, I'm not going to get into this NFL discussion about, well, those teams, this, that, and the other. No. The missing piece of the puzzle right now is the Steelers passing game. It starts with Kenny Pickett. Let's go to the next loser, and that is the passing attack. They only throw for 126 yards. They don't throw a touchdown. You talk, I talked about DJ's drop, Calvin Austin's penalty. It just doesn't seem to be schematically setting up either. The play calls, the designs, nothing about this passing attack is working. And that should be a huge cause for concern. Because like I said in the first half of the show, is it sustainable? It could be, but you're missing one piece of this puzzle, and that is the ability to throw the ball and to throw to win. They don't have that right now. That's the missing piece of the puzzle. Next loser is the third down offense. They finished four for 13. If you listen to this podcast enough, you know what I look for. 500, not there. So they go on the losers list. And then the last loser is Danny Smith. No, not because he got trucked on the sideline, which by the way, so that play, DeMonte KZ comes up with a huge red zone takeaway Seals the win. He gets shoved out of bounds, and he goes right into Danny Smith. Danny Smith goes down. If you haven't seen this play, go to my Twitter feed. I have it. Big kudos to Hot Rod Williams, Rod Rodney Williams, who sees the 60-plus-year-old coach laying on the ground as all these professional athletes are trying to kill each other. He has the wherewithal to go in to the fray and pull Danny Smith out. I mean, we're talking like... I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's like saving Private Ryan stuff, but it's it, it, the guy could have gotten stepped on. Who knows? Like, good for him. But Danny Smith's on the losers list because I, I don't know whose idea it was for three quarters of the game to kick it short to the Packers repeatedly. Now, yes, one time they pinned him inside the 20, but every other possession felt like the Packers were starting at the 35, the 40. They just wasn't the 25-yard line if they kicked the ball out of the end zone. This defense is good. Is the defense great? No. But they're good. Not. I don't think they're going to allow a lot of teams to just move up and down throughout the whole game with, with ease. But if you keep spotting them good field position, it's going to make it much more difficult. So if this is a Danny Smith thing, if he went to Mike Tomlin and said, hey, Mike, I think if we kick it short on these guys, I think it's going to work out. I think we'll be good. No, not a good plan. Tell Chris Boswell to kick it through the damn uprights. That's what you got to do. All right, there you have the winners and losers from week 10. Steelers win, 6-3, and three, figuring things out slowly and surely. Is this sustainable? Well, we're missing some pieces on offense, but maybe they'll figure it out. That's all we can hope for, right? We hope they can figure it out. All right, so hey, look out for that Victory Monday tweet for the swag. 
Be on the lookout for the tweet for the mailbag segment on Tuesday, and you know how we finish it out. Hope you have a great week. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. We'll see you on Wednesday. Go Steelers. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.